Spider-Man. Hey everyone, we're back. We're back with another episode of the Amazing Spider webcast, where we go through every issue of the Amazing Spider-Man. And, you know, occasionally debate about whether or not we're going to cover some other other Spider-Man material and then think like, well, we're on issue 28 and we're on like year six or something. So, uh, you know, a uh, quarterly show. <laughs> Maybe later on we'll do the math on uh, how long this would theoretically take. But um, on that note, if you wanted to roll over to Patreon, Helpful Snowman on Patreon, buy me some time back. I, we could get through this faster. You know, I'm not I'm not necessarily trying to sell you on this as like more great content for me. Maybe so much as like look how miserable I am and I'm trying to do this thing and it's like you could show me mercy by uh, giving me the ability to get through this faster. How about that? Well, we're on issue 28 and uh we get the introduction of the Molten Man. And uh very, very dope cover of Molten Man looking like a, uh, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was the model for the uh, Oscar statue, that's uh, what the Molten Man looks like. Um, I don't know if, I think, I think he was ripped before he was molten, but I'm not sure about that. Also, he's molten, but he just seems to be kind of metal too. It's very weird. It's very confusing. You know, the uh, it's like a metal alloy he's covered in or something. Um, we're kind of glossing over the Molten Man. And the reason we're glossing over the Molten Man is, you know, the Molten Man is like another villain of the week. I mean, we really don't need the Molten Man because we've got Tombstone. We've got the Sandman. Um, Hydro Man. You know, we've we've got enough mans that can do, you know, that are just basically really difficult to fight. Um, that, you know, this is definitely another villain of the week. And Molten Man is definitely one of those villains who never quite made it. You know what I mean? And it could be because, like, at this time, he just looks like a yellow guy. So it's not that thrilling. And it, this was pre-Terminator pre 2 Judgment Day. So it's not like he's doing liquid metal shit, really. He's kind of just punching the crap out of Spider-Man. Um, you know, there's a lab... I don't know if I'd call it a lab accident, but, uh, oh, wait. There, okay, so some shit happens, and basically, uh, this guy's trying to steal this alloy, right? And he's gonna take it. And then Peter Parker tries to stop him, and, you know, some kind of security thing, uh, grabs Peter Parker. Then the guy fumbles the uh, alloy, breaks out of its glass jar, which, by the way, seems seems a little uh, haphazard. Got this, like, liquid metal alloy. I would think that would be harder than the jar, but what do I know? And then he turns into, you know, lots of, lots of early superheroes and villains come about from uh, lab accidents. But they're also, to an extent, I'm like, you know... If I was like OSHA and I'm doing an, uh, uh, I was going to say expose, but just an exploration after the fact, I would probably look at this and be like, well, look, uh, yeah, you probably could have had some more signs about safety or something 
But TBH, the way this guy was behaving, I don't, I don't know if a science lab can be expected to uh, compensate for somebody who just decides to come into the lab, start punching, and take whatever he wants. <laughs> but anyway, um, Spider-Man, so the cover is like almost all black, and Spider-Man is just in red outline, the red portion of, so his web, his head, his t- backs of his arms the spider on his back and stuff, uh, which looks cool. And it's like cloaked in darkness. He faces Molten Man. But actually what happens is he, Spider-Man turns off the lights and that's how he beats up Molten Man. Because he has Spidey sense. So he's like, oh, I'll turn off the lights, beat the shit out of him in the dark, and uh, we're good. Um, And then the cops show up. But why I really wanted to talk about this issue was not the Molten Man. On a lower banner on the cover, it says, Also in this landmark issue, you won't want to miss Peter Parker's graduation. (laughs) This has always been a a thorn in my side um, as a Spider-Man fan, because whenever they reboot Spider-Man, or whenever there's a new version of Spider-Man, and most people think current Spider-Man is in high school. Um, most people identify Spider-Man as like a teenage superhero. Most versions of Spider-Man, you know, if they're like, let's start again. Okay, so, you know, like, let's take the movies. Tobey Maguire in high school. Andrew Garfield, I think, was in high school. I never actually watched those. Uh, Tom Holland in high school. So, you know, they always they always send him back to high school. I almost like there's a story in here somewhere of like, you know how a lot of people think, okay, you've got your people who are like high school were the best days of my life. And uh, those people I'm extremely, I feel sad for because I'm like, oh my God, there's so much of life that you have to live after high school. And to be like, that was my best time. And it's like, well, that's been over for 20 years. What what's the it since the twenty years since have been shitty? I mean that's fucking terrible. I'm sorry for you. I feel bad for you, son. I got uh, ninety nine years, and everyone after high school ain't a good one. <laughs> you can see my hip hop roots. Um, but there's almost a story in here of like because then the other set, which I think Peter Parker would be more like as a nerdling, is a uh, kind of like. Hey, you know, uh, high school blows, and if I had to time travel back to high school, I might just kill myself. You know, like, if I woke up tomorrow and I was in my fourth grade body and had to go from fourth grade on again, I don't know what I would do. I would consider killing myself. Not the first day, because I'd be like, well, I woke up here. Maybe maybe give this a day. I'm not that drastic, but you know, let's say it'd been six months and I was like, I'm still in fucking fourth grade. This is crazy. I don't, I, this is not good. Uh, I might never get back. And it's like, well, maybe I would live from fourth grade on again, but then I'm like, but what happens if I get to be as old as I ever got? As I was approaching that, I'd be like, well, I should have been paying more attention to the exact date. But, uh, once I hit it, Am I just going to cycle back again? I have no reason to think that I'm not going to cycle back again. So anyway, um, 
I feel like there's a, a, a meta narrative, a story outside the story where we could have Peter Parker is basically trapped in an endless loop where he's always going back to high school. And for some reason, he just has to keep reliving his Groundhog Day high school days. Um, but I did I did some some math, which is not my strength. OK, but um, I did it for you the listeners of this show, so you're fucking welcome. Um, so this happens in Amazing Spider-Man number 28, which is of just issues of Amazing Spider-Man. So there are many other titles, right? Spectacular Spider-Man, Sensational, whatever. Um, but just of Amazing Spider-Man, which is the longest-running series, there's something like 800 issues, which means that he's, Peter Parker spent 4% of Amazing Spider-Man in high school. <laughs> um, 4%. He has been out of high school since 1965, which means it's been 57 years of our time that he's been out of high school. Um, also, the time he was in high school, if we start, uh, if we count forward from Amazing Fantasy 15, that was published in 1962. So that means he was in high school for three years and has been out for 57 years. <laughs> um, so 4% of, of amazing Spider-Man occurs with Peter Parker in high school. No, I, I don't understand why I'm the only one who seems to feel like it's crazy that they always send him back. And I'm not really sure how we got this idea that Peter Parker was always going to be like a, a teenage science whiz as opposed to, I don't know, something else. Anything else. I mean, I guess most superheroes seem to be about the same age now that they were when they were first introduced. Right? They kind of occupy that same space. I just think it's weird. I think it's weird. And um, I'm not sure why everybody is so obsessed with the high school days. You know, I, I also think that, like, the way people put narratives of high school days, is, see, it doesn't read as true to me. I mean, maybe it does for some people. Like, I know people got picked on in high school. I didn't really get picked on in high school. I was not popular. You know, I was just, I think, one of the, you know, 99% of high school students who's like, eh, look, I had like four or five friends. I did uh, did some shit that was enjoyable, but mostly hated it and uh, finished it and moved on with life. You know, and I, there wasn't a lot of like where I went to high school, which I would consider fairly average. There wasn't a lot of, like, people getting shoved into lockers and, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of crap. Fights out at the flagpole after school. In fact, most of the fights that I saw in high school were between girls. <laughs> in the hallway, I once almost walked into the midst of a girl fight on accident because there was, like, a big crowd of people. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, why is this hallway so crowded? And I just pushed my way through. And then all of a sudden I was in a circle where a girl fight was happening. And uh, it was crazy. It was like two raccoons going at it, just clawing and tearing hair out and stuff. Anyway, 
mostly I just wanted to talk about the graduation portion, even though it's only one, two, three, four pages of this issue, because I feel like that's the most significant moment in a way, but it's also the least significant moment in a way, because the Molten Man has come back. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I wonder if Marvel regrets graduating Peter Parker from high school, but maybe not, because it's like you can always go back. That's the thing with comics. You can always go back. You know, a mistake people make with comics is they like they'll read something about like, oh, Superman's gay or bisexual son. I, I don't know which what it, it doesn't matter. Um, let's say he's bisexual. And then they're like, oh, look, Superman's son is bisexual. And they talk about that like it's a a fact. You know what I mean? Like it's an inalienable fact that. Superman has a bisexual son and like what are you going to do it about it now I guess redneck Superman fans who don't want bisexual kids in comics I mean whoever that is I guess <laughs> which by the way newsflash if you can't handle that you haven't been reading comics for like 15 years I guarantee it would be impossible but anyway sometimes I'm just like you know when we look at that and then I'm like, okay, but we have, for example, like Spider-Man is this, Spider-Man is that. And then I'm like, yeah, but I mean, he's been out of high school fucking forever. Like he was barely in high school. I guess after this, he just goes to college and it's essentially the same, right? <laughs> it's really not that different when he's in college. He still lives at home, still a nerd. Still had to make excuses to not go to class. I guess it's a little easier to not go to class when you're in college. That's my uh, my memory of it anyway. It didn't seem like, you know, in high school... In high school, if you didn't show up for class, it seemed like something would happen. But in college, it's not like, well, we're going to call your parents. Um, one of my favorite parts is that... Um, <laughs> Well, okay. One of my favorites is that J. Jonah Jameson gives the uh, commencement address, of course. Um, unfortunately, this being like older and we don't have as much um, love for J. Jonah Jameson yet, they don't actually show his address. It's just, uh, unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, I shall nevertheless tell you about myself when I was young. Reach my pinnacle of greatness. And that's about it. Um, which is a pretty good start, but I was like, this is such a golden opportunity for him to do like a hilarious, hilarious speech. The crowd does not like it. Someone says, someone give me an aspirin. I'm going to be sick. Somebody else is like, uh, is that a smile or is he wearing a fright mask? I do like in these old comics when they're trying to, when Jonah Jameson is trying to be affable and it's like physically painful appearing for him <laughs> it's like he's it's like he's looking at pictures of people and it's like this is what humans look like when they're happy i guess uh then j jonah jameson approaches uh peter parker he's trying to get him to come back to work for him and take pictures again um trying to win him back as he says and so he approaches aunt may and he says, I see where Peter gets his charm and good looks from. And then she says, why, Mr. Jameson? And then he says, please, just call me JJJ. Which I'm like, no. That's 
Mr. Jameson, and it's like, please just call me JJJ. JJJJJJJ. Why not 50 more J's? How many is, and by the way, uh, would his son be like J. Jonah Jameson Jr.? Junior, Junior? How, how many J's? And how much shorter is JJJ, Mr. Jameson? So three syllables versus five. That's really not a significant reduction. And JJJ doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. JJJ. <laughs> Call me Triple J, yo. Um, so what I love about this, though, this issue is like, I'm looking at it, you know, with my knowledge of, okay, so this was published in, in, uh, 1965, Peter Parker's at the graduation and he's like, I did it. This means I can go to college for free because he wins a scholarship. Gosh, it's like a dream come true. And then at the end, it, it's got this little soliloquy. Where it's like, but as with all of life, it isn't really an ending, but a beginning. The beginning of a new chapter in the life of the world's most amazing teenager and of those whom fate has tossed into his web of destiny. You know, and I was like, oh, that's so true. It's not an end, it's a beginning. It's not the end of high school for you, Peter Parker. It's the beginning. I'm Pete. And this is The Amazing Spider Webcast. Like a vine, look out! Here comes the spider. 